Hello, Real Madrid fans. This is your host, Enrique Caceres from Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. This podcast, we will continue through the summer. We have great news uh, from Real Madrid and the rest of the transfer market going on at the moment right now. But we're going to kick off with some Real Madrid news right now. Big news over the week was Jude Bellingham has been signed yesterday, Thursday. Signed for $110 million. Uh, He's taking the jersey number five, Zidane's jersey. Uh, Tremendous, tremendous player. 19 years old. Uh, best player in the Bundesliga last year for Borussia Dortmund, player of the season for, uh, named in the Bundesliga. So we have an exceptional talent and uh, a player for the future. We'll see where it goes from here. But it seems that Real Madrid have made a tremendous, tremendous signing for right now and for the future, making big statements. So, so far we have Frank Garcia signed left back. We have Brahim Diaz signed uh, right midfielder from AC Milan, uh, Real Madrid Academy product, both of them. And then we have Nacho re-signed as well for another year for as a utility man in the defense. And now we have Jude Bellingham signed uh, from Borussia Dortmund. Important, important player, uh, fast, dynamic, box-to-box. We'll see that he'll have that freedom more to play in the uh, all-action midfield. I think Real Madrid will have a Camavinga, Chuameni, Valverde, uh, Bellingham. It's going to be an all-action midfield ready to pounce on any any way possible. So I think Real Madrid will will be dynamic this season with a player like that, a box-to-box, a late runner in the box, scoring goals, and something I've seen a lot in, in La Liga that might just help this team going forward, uh, being more dynamic. And uh, important, important. Uh, important player, important piece, important for the club. Um, another highlighted point, Joslu, a striker uh, from uh, from Spain. He will be considered a, a backup striker at the moment. Uh, he will be signed uh, from the FIFA uh, after the FIFA uh, fixtures. A player that's 33 years old, his dream is to play for Real Madrid and willing to take that backup role. And I think somebody that can only improve the squad and just help and be a part of it. Um, Great feature. He had the game-winning goal to put his Spain team into the finals against Croatia this Sunday. And now the other uh, transfer news that we've came about has been um, Real Madrid is showing interest in Karim Adewemi, Borussia Dortmund striker. He's a young player, 18 years old. But Real Madrid's long shot is a long shot to sign this player. He has four years left on his contract, and we would have to put eighty million possibly up to even get considered to be talked to an offer. So, I think this is just news that's covering over what Kai Havertz. We have uh, showed zero. We have not pushed any more interest into him. Sixty million plus a pounds for him that Chelsea wants, and we're not going to pay that price unless something else happens in the moment. Right now, the Harry Kane news has been pushed to the side a bit because uh, of killing Mbappe at the moment, so nothing left in that. Carlo Ancelotti has expressed uh, importance of a left-back and right-back. We have Fran Garcia, but more in the beginning stage, we don't know what we're going to get out of, but I think they want to ready set one of these right-backs, essentially. Uh, Afonso Davies is a priority for Carlo Ancelotti. He would like someone more established, more attacking on the left side. 
And I think they did show a little interest in Cancelo for the right for for the right fullback side. But I think their priority will be left side. So I don't know where how far Alfonso Davies deal will go. But I wouldn't be against bringing in another left back and maybe offloading Verlon Mendy. It wouldn't be the worst idea. It wouldn't be terrible to even keep Verlon Mendy. So we'll see where that comes about. Maybe it's just rumor talk going out going out at at the moment right now. But not sure. And then we got Savio set to do. Uh, Sign his new three-year contract, uh, but nothing's done in paper yet. So still nothing in paper yet for Ceballos, nothing in paper yet for Josalu, but it should happen. Ceballos, I see it happening, but also he's going to have some major, major competition over this summer, over the next three years, because you have Valverde, you have Chuomeni, you have Camavinga, you have Tony Cruz, you have Luka Modric. So I think Ceballos is looking out to be maybe seeing into the that Modric and Cruz won't be here for the next year or so. This might be their last year. So I think he'll step into a place like that. So he's just holding on to secure in the longevity places to keep be playing in. Um, it is a tough, tough decision to make because you might not see a lot of game time. So that's his decision making. But I think what he's wrote and seen economically and better for his career is to stay Real Madrid. I think not the worst idea as well. You never know. Injuries happen in the season. And then we have the Mbappe saga at the moment right now. The Mbappe transfer saga uh, continues. Let's, let's just retrack. It's first started. It first started with uh, Mbappe sending a letter to PSG uh, saying that he will not renew his contract uh, and it expires June 2024. He'll become a free agent in July of June 2024 and PSG won't get any income from his transfer sale at all, any uh, money at all. So PSG isn't willing to let that happen, giving the wrong mindset to any player going in their club and that they have all the power. So I think PSG has been pretty upset with Mbappe's uh, letter and also out in the statement as well from leaving his circle. So PSG has a hard stance on it. They might be pretty prideful and wanting to keep uh, Kylian Mbappe to prove a point uh, and not have him because they went out of the media and says that Kylian Mbappe has has demanded to be sold to Real Madrid this summer to put against it. And Kylian Mbappe comes back and says, no, I've always wanted to stay at PSG to maybe win both sides of the fans and the and uh, and put his, clean his slate. So it's a bit of a chess game with Kylian Mbappe playing his letter, then PSG going out saying that they, he wants a Real Madrid transfer. So there's a lot of saga going on right now for PSG and Kylian Mbappe. Real Madrid looking out the wind, looking... From afar, seeing maybe they'll put a bid in. No bid has been put in at all. The drama is still going on with Kylian Mbappe with few questions when he was playing uh, before the French game that they play against Gibraltar. Uh, we'll see where that comes about. He has mentioned that he that the club knows about his transfers. They know about what's going on and that he's not doing anything different than what he was always been doing. And so essentially, Kylian Mbappe is playing the media at the same time and also saying if PSG want to sell him, he can sell him. There's, he sees that the Kareem Benzema opening has 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 uh, transfer has opened up. The spot has opened up. Could be a place for him to be there. It's a saga that might go on through the whole summer. So let's keep a close eye on it, guys. 
Uh, Mbappe to Real Madrid is a possibility. Not very sure because PSG might be taking a stance and saying you're not going to get what you want. You're going to stay and see, see out this contract or maybe convince them to renew again because they don't have another option. Messi's gone. He went to my Inter Miami. Neymar is getting offloaded. They want to offload Neymar. They want to find a way to get rid of him. Who knows where Neymar wants to stay and see out his contract. We don't know yet where it's going to go, but I can't see PSG. PSG is upset because they backs against the wall. Either sell him. They have no plan in place or either wait and see him for, go off for free. So they are losing lose, but they might be prideful and keep the situation going. Um, and then other major transfer talks have been... Um, Alex McAllister, the Argentinian midfielder from Brighton, has signed uh, to Liverpool for 35 million pounds. Klopp really pushed the deal and got the price that way. Interesting, very interesting, very low price. Sometimes when players really have a lot of power prior to it, they've wanted this move for quite some time. And the coach demands it. It's been pushed. So they get their low ball deal, which is unfair for a club like Brighton, who's actually seeked out and scouted out and improved this player. But. Some small, small clubs sometimes just don't get, get what they want. That's why I think uh, if we see it right here, Rice, West Ham and Arsenal are talking within their transfers saying too expensive. Same as Calicero and Brighton and Chelsea. Brighton is uh, looking to sell Chelsea to Chelsea Caicedo, uh, Moises Caicedo for very expensive price. And we'll see where that goes. Those are three, two at the moment right now that are pretty heavy and spoken in the media right now. Caicedo deal to Chelsea. Rice deal to Arsenal, expensive, expensive deals, and they want, but everyone, but everyone wants their 100 million euros for it. So we'll see where that goes. I don't know exactly where two of these players will. I think they will end up leaving, maybe at a, at that price, and teams aren't going to take, and they're not going to, they're going to take their stance on it. So we got a good market coming, coming now. Beginning, it just set, it opened up. We'll see where it goes, but Real Madrid is making moves. That's what's the most important. Joe Salou should be signed by after the FIFA break. Waiting on uh, on Danny Ceballos, Valverde, uh, and Jude Bellingham signed. Key player. And we'll see where Killing we find for a striker. Killing Mbappe, Harry Kane, or maybe another player. Uh, I'm not sure where we're going to go, but we'll see where Real Madrid takes us. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast. Bye.